0: And welcome back to No Improvement, a sort of funny talk show that explores the vast untapped potential of TV shows, books, films, and more. I'm Tia. I'm Thelonia. And today we are talking about the 2018 novel, uh, Sadie, by Courtney Summers.
1: Like, just came out a couple weeks ago.
0: Yeah, it has been been hyped to hell.
1: Yeah, it's so, it's been, I think,
0: it's definitely the most hyped book that she has done so far. Um, I've read some of her previous books and I have always liked them. So I had a feeling I would like this one too.
1: (laughs) Yeah. I heard, um, like the things I knew going into it is that it involves a podcast and it's like a girl looking for her sister. That's what I thought it was. Uh, (laughs) But also I was like, I expected her to be doing the podcast for some reason. (laughs) I was just like. We're going to see her and then like hear her voice as she writes a podcast about it. And that is not what happens.
0: No, I didn't even know it was a podcast um, <laughs> that was a part of the book. So that's a fun little meta element. That yeah, we now although
1: about. <laughs> the podcast is so confusing to me. So I started, was I was like, maybe I'll listen too. to it as I read. And then I tried and I hated the voice actor. So I could not <laughs> so do it. Uh, yeah, but you can but... read.
0: It's like the chapters are structured like podcast or like podcast episode and then like Sadie's perspective and back and forth and they're in different time periods Sadie's a little bit in the past and the podcast is sort of like seeing the stuff that she did after the fact a year
1: after I think um yeah but the thing that's confusing is that and this was confused me because like the first page it's like there's eight episodes and I was like looking at the podcast on iTunes and it only has Mm -hmm. six and I was like "Ah, that's weird "Ah." And then I listened to the last one and they basically I do not understand why they did this because they split up chapters. So like they'll Mm -hmm. split up one episode and they'll have like a bit from Sadie in between. They're doing it like that. They're numbering them like that. So like episode Uh, two is like really the second part of episode one. So all the numbering is off. And it is so confusing. I, I do like not know that, what they would do that.
0: Yeah, that's a little confusing. But also, yeah. there's
1: ads. And I'm
0: angry about that. There's real ads? Oh, there's wow. real ads. Yeah, so the publishing company, um, like, after, like, to promote the book coming out, basically, they made the podcast in the book a real podcast, Um which is what we're talking about. I just, yeah. <laughs> I just felt like and that would be good to it, explain if people didn't know.
1: <laughs> it is weird acting. I don't know if it's a thing of like, maybe if you don't listen to podcasts, it's not that weird. But I listen, especially to a lot of true crime. And mm-hmm. you're like you're used just to the like, genre. Uh, and also, I mean, this is a personal thing. So like the very, it's on the second page of the first chapter. Mm-hmm. There's what I, I tend to refer to as like NPR writing. Where it's just like, I get it, you're a writer, please, mm-hmm. please free me. Um, and yeah. the specific sentence uh, is, wait, where is it? Natural beauty and unspoiled by the insult of skyscrapers. And I was like, oh, I get it. <laughs> it's the, like this kind of shit is the reason I cannot listen to the podcast serial Because there's too many of these things. And every time I just go, ah, and that takes me out of whatever's happening. You
0: should, what you should watch is the Portlandia episode. where (laughs) The police department is like, we had the choice between body cameras or podcasters. So we got podcasters. And there's like two people and like a guy playing, like plucking a violin. And they're just like, the room is dark. And like the phone rings, but no one answers. And the guy's like, okay, stop.
1: (laughs) Yeah, see, that's. That's that shit. So it, it is funny though because I'm like, ah, we've gotten this far with podcasts that yeah. they are now parts of books.
0: It's Yeah, All it's right. the, <laughs> the mediums are connecting. And I think people have been hyping up this book a lot with the hopes of um, getting a movie deal kind of thing. Mm. Um, so well, it doesn't it already have one? I, I don't I feel know. feel like it already has one. Maybe. I, I know they're like, they're really fighting hard for it. I mean, it's a good, it's a good book. Um, it's sort of I, I didn't know as much going into it as you did. I mean, not to say that you like knew all kinds of stuff, but like I didn't know anything. Yeah, I knew anything. absolutely nothing. <laughs> yeah, I knew nothing, so I didn't know it was going to be a podcast because everything I saw about it was like people doing that. I mean, sort of dramatic thing, but I get it. Where they're like, I can't tell you what makes it good <laughs> without spoiling what makes it good. So I was like, <laughs> okay, so I don't know anything. Um, so when I started reading, it, or I I think most people when you start reading, you're not really sure what's going on because it's sort of. Uh, the podcast lays some foundations for um, the crimes that they're going to be covering, but from Sadie's perspective, you don't know what her motivation is for a little while. You're just sort of watching her go through motions and learning about her past and her family, um, and you know that she's looking for someone, but you don't
1: know what she wants from them yeah. at first. Yeah, because when you start off and you hear the podcast, basically you only know that, um, so Sadie's sister, Maddie, died. Uh, she was murdered, and this is a year after, and Sadie's, no, a year after Sadie's gone missing, mm-hmm. Uh, and like three years after she d- Maddie died. I'm really not sure of the timeline, but- um, I, I think she left, oh yeah, I'm not sure either, because she was, her sister
0: was 13 when she was killed. Yeah. Right, and now and Sadie is nineteen. Yeah, but I don't know how old she was. I don't remember how old she was when her sister was killed. But I feel like it's been a couple of years. I think that's yeah, right.
1: No, I don't remember. Oh no. Uh, yeah, me neither. But yeah, but it's, not it's super important. <laughs> yeah. Anyways, uh, so basically, you know that Sadie's missing and her sister was murdered, and that's all you know. And they found her car, so mm-hmm. that's like the information you have. And then and you the flip grandma wants to Sadie's point of view. Yeah, maybe Beth. She's great. Uh, love her. Or is she? Actress is really <laughs> weird, but, you know, whatever.
0: <laughs> there's there's sort of a weird... Like, it, the book is interesting in that it feels really, like, tied to people's perspectives and, like, people's biases. So, like, from Maybeth at the beginning, you hear stuff about Sadie, and you hear stuff about Sadie and Maddie's mom, who is, like... Maybeth doesn't really... think she's, like, really irresponsible, basically. So you get yeah. this sense that, like, the mom, whose name is Claire was, like, a drug drug addict who didn't take care of her kids, and um, she never got along with Sadie and preferred Maddie. And, like, she just sounds really terrible. But then later in the book, you meet her, and you're like, okay, she's not that bad. <laughs> like, she <laughs> just she sort just of has her... trying. Yeah, and, like, you learn about all these things throughout the book that... Um, Sadie is like remembers about her mom very bitterly but then you hear them from the mom's perspective and it's kind of sad because like there are like moments that are seemingly kind of sweet um, yeah. that like Sadie doesn't really remember because she was too young and stuff like that. So it's weird but um, at the beginning you're sort of just getting introduced to things very piece by piece. I yeah guess. and
1: there's stuff like Sadie's like my mom hates me and her mom is like Sadie hates me and it's like yeah. I have talked. <laughs> yeah like if you had talked it would have been better. Um, but basically, you kind of follow mm-hmm. Sadie, like in two different parts, you follow Sadie's journey and then the podcaster whose name is West McCray was West West. West a,
0: a she or he because I was he. never sure he. OK, it's a man. Okay, I had no idea the whole time. So every time I was reading the podcast parts, I was, like, gender-neutral internal voice. I don't know. Like, I don't know how to hear this. Like, is this man? I, um, I thought West was a woman for a really long time. And so it gave me, like, a different perspective on what was happening. Yeah. And then – because it's, like, it's sort of about violence against women specifically or girls, yeah. really. Um, even though, like, this is clearly a thing that happens to boys as well. Um, but it was, like – I was like, oh, this is, like, very personal. And then it was like, oh, no, it's it's this dude. And then I was like, oh, it's still personal. It's <laughs> <was> like, but <laughs> now I have a different take on it, I guess. So. Yeah,
1: I think it was, uh, like, it was kind of unclear until there's a part where he's talking to Claire, the mom, and he, he says something like, I have a daughter. And she's like, really? Don't bring <laughs> that argument up. And it's like, it's oh, not a great one. No. Uh, Although but, it is true, he does have a daughter. Uh, <laughs> But yeah, it's one of those things where you're like, great, you should have realized women were women before that. But I so the Mm -hmm. whole point of the book is you're like, it's a page turner because you want to know what happens to Sadie and like if she's okay. Uh, And the whole (laughs) book is kind of built around um, this thing Maybeth says uh, at the beginning where she was like, I can't take another dead girl. Mm -hmm. And uh, that is a common theme in. I don't know, pop culture right now, there's kind of this yeah. this reckoning of looking at how much media is just built around a dead girl. Mm. Uh, like, in your in Peaks, your Law and Orders, It's cetera, just there's so many of them. <laughs> <laughs> and they very rarely get to do anything. They just exist as this, dead. like, dead <laughs> figure and, like, this beautiful dead girl. And, oh, what a shame. Uh, and so you're kind of Going into the with that perspective, I was like, this is probably not going to end well because that's mm-hmm. the thing that happens in a lot of these narratives is that people want closure, and there's a lot of time there's no closure, like people yeah. are still missing, you'll never find any new evidence. Mm-hmm. Uh, and yeah, it's sort a giant of the mark. lovely,
0: the lovely bones ish, yeah,
1: <laughs> oh, such a good book. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so I was like, hmm. That's this is not gonna be great, and uh, Sadie keeps getting into like super reckless situations. Yeah, and he, I was like, oh no, and Here they end ghost.
0: badly. Like, I thought that yeah. was good because it was like the things she was doing were so risky, and you're just like, oh my god, why are you doing that? And then the world like actually punishes her, which felt like real. Yeah, <laughs> it's like, yeah, you stole someone's phone, and then he punched you in the face. Like, okay, <laughs> that you know, those things connect. It's not like she's is suddenly a master thief or something. Yeah, like, she's plus still she's just just
1: like, I'm gonna stab this. <laughs> guy and then like it doesn't happen cuz she got punched in the face and drops the <laughs> yeah. knife and i was like yeah that makes sense that's exactly more sense yeah
0: cuz she she has like this I- idea that she's really holding on to i think it's like cuz it, the whole storyline that's eventually revealed which is a little spoilery but i feel like we can't talk about it without getting yeah, into so it yeah
1: so um, read it if
0: you want to read it but yeah. from here on <laughs> here come here come the spoilers yeah. um so she her mother had many boyfriends in the past and one of the boyfriends who they had for a couple of years when she was younger um, was basically, he was a pedophile. And yeah. so he preyed on her because she wanted to protect her sister. And so she was, she just like tolerated it with that in mind. Um, and I think you sort of like get this sense of her feeling really powerless later because she's like so determined to kill him and she's always thinking to herself like no I'm dangerous I have a knife but like at the same time she's like but I'm also still a kid like I like what am I gonna do just because I've been through this situation it doesn't like it it doesn't just automatically turn me into whatever I I wish I was like she's still the person she is which is like a nice person
1: who, who yeah, doesn't,
0: think, seemingly
1: doesn't really want to kill anybody you see that um. especially from the beginning like her character growth like she starts off being like I have a knife I'm angry mm-hmm. let's go like, yeah she's I very confident. stopped yeah. yeah and then like as she like actually comes up against you know people uh, she's like, oh, wait, I can't stab this random person. Yeah, that's, I don't have it in me. Yeah. Like, that's
0: fine. Like, that's a good thing, <laughs> if anything. But yeah, yeah, and she also, I think, what is sort of surprising about her journey is that even though she does come into contact with some dangerous figures, the more notable interactions are with people who are kind to her. And it's just like, it's very sad because you get the sense that she, her sister is dead. Her sister was her whole life. And she's like, ready to throw it all away to kill this guy who used to molest her and who she knows, um like, her sister got in the car with, and that was when she was last seen. So yeah. she's like, it's this guy. Like, I'm going to go kill him. Um, but along the way, she, like, sort of has moments of, like, enjoying being a teenager and, like, Yeah be, just, like, living life, which she didn't really get to do when she had a sister because she had to basically raise her. So it's sort of, like... It was sort of weird to see her, like, experiencing, like, the sweetness of the world while being, like, so determined
1: to, like, end her involvement in it. Yeah, because she does have this thing where, like, she, I mean, a lot of times she's lying to get there, but when she gets herself in certain situations and she's having fun, you're like, you could just, you know, be a teenager. Yeah, you could just do that instead. (laughs) Yeah, there's a whole part where I was like having vivid flashbacks to Ingrid Tickets West. And I was like, oh, God. (laughs) Where she like Instagram stalks. um, Oh, yeah. Okay. So I have, I did write down sort of like the places she goes. So that's like stop number three. But um, maybe it's best to go chronologically because I have kind of stuff I want to talk about. Like the first place. Mm -hmm. So. This is the confusing part, and was very frustrating to read because I was like, "Oh, you, you idiots! You don't know <laughs> this very important piece of information. We learned so quick, uh-huh. because basically the um her like stepdad who uh, molested her, his name is Keith, but she mm-hmm. finds out pretty quick that that is not his actual name, and his well her, he the second name she finds names. is like Darren, <laughs> and like Darren is the one the podcaster finds out." Immediately, so he's like, "Who's Darren?" And he yeah, just goes through the entire <laughs> book, being like, "But who's this Darren guy?" And I'm like, yeah, ah! there's no
0: connection to any Darren, and he doesn't even seem to totally exist. Yeah, because that's not his real name, and they knew him as Keith. So the grandma doesn't know who he is either, <laughs> and because Sadie's yeah, and Sadie took, took the picture so that had Keith in it, so no one could
1: confirm what he looked like. <laughs> and so it was just it like, drove like, me nuts ah. for so long. Like they find that out so late, but anyways. Uh, and this was interesting. So her first stop is the diner that Keith was always like, "I'll take you there one day, Maddie, when you're grown." And I'm like, "So she goes there?" No, you won't. (laughs) (laughs) You go go nowhere. Um, and this part I liked specifically because of the comparison between uh, it's like the first time where you're like, see the comparison between how Sadie is treated by these people and how the podcaster is treated by them. Where um, she's trying to ask questions of the lady of the diner, and she's, like, lying to her. She doesn't tell her anything, really. Mm-hmm. And uh, Sadie's like, no, you're a liar. And she, uh, Ruby gets angry and kicks her out. And then when the podcaster is there, she's like, sit down. I have so much to tell you. And it's like, <laughs>
0: But there's mm. also the opposite too, um, with Marley. Oh yeah, I really appreciated because Marley was one of the people. Actually, the the people at the diner sent Sadie to Marley. Yeah, she's Marlee, the second stop. Yeah, and so there, Marley like slowly, Sadie kind of wears her down into telling her stuff by just being like clearly really sad and destroyed by the world and Marley was like I'm not "Hmm." leaving
1: I will get a terrible sunburn on your
0: doorstep yeah I don't care and I think Marley like respected that which was like Marley was cool like she was cool with Sadie and then when they tried to interview her for the podcast she wouldn't say anything and I appreciated that because she did send Sadie to go murder that guy pretty much (laughs) yeah and I also
1: you do find out later that like Marley knows about her brother also being a pedophile, yeah, and her brother, was, who was friends, the, yeah, with Keith, yeah, mm-hmm. she does tell Sadie like in their first meeting, she was like, "I had my first kiss with him. I was ten, he was eighteen, or whatever." And it's like, yeah, it's <laughs> like, yeah, you can already ar-
0: already know <laughs> um, that this is bad.
1: Yeah, but basically, yeah. So Marley is uh, her brother was the one who got to go to college, and so he lives in a nice. she-she Yeah, she's he's successful place. and and rich. And um, she's a single mother who's not eating because she has to feed her kid, basically.
0: Yeah. Uh, but you know what else? She's not a pedophile. So good for her. <laughs> she's winning on that front. And it's
1: not a difficult <laughs> front to be on. It's nope. very easy not to nope. be a pedophile. It's really easy to not do that. Uh, yeah. But yeah, so she tells Sadie, Sadie about her brother. Stylists. And yeah, she's like, all right, I'm going to cyberstalk his children, figure yeah. out where they drink, and then. To get to him treat. so yeah. that she can get to Keith. <laughs> it's, she, like, I was, like, kind of, like, I was like, I would have given up at so many points, but you know what? You her, just keep her going. Her anger,
0: her anger was too powerful. <laughs> it
1: but pushed like, her through it. It's, through it's not resilience. just, like, she marches in, like, kicks down the door being like, what's up? Yeah, she's <laughs> the, super patient. Where's Keith? Yeah, she, and she, like, like, uh, she waits outside Silas's door and he leaves at, like, six in the morning. And she follows him, and she's like, "Oh, I've never, I've never like followed someone in a car before." But she does it really well. (laughs) Yeah, I would have been like, like, "Oh God,
0: stay far away." Yeah, and Uh, And then he let her pass, which was kind of funny. And I was like, "That's my nightmare." (laughs) (laughs)
1: Like, oh no, he knows, he knows. Uh, But that whole that whole thing, she finds, um, and this was the part where I was like, "Yes, what is it?" because yeah, you don't get resolution for a while on that yeah. that specific plot line because she finds uh, Silas in an abandoned house that just has like one really nice undusty painting mm-hmm. on the wall and she's like suspicious suspicious and there's a <laughs> yeah. hole with a box in it like, yeah and she behind. doesn't say what she finds yeah but she breaks it's... it open and she's like gasp and then it cuts <laughs> and you're yeah like, but I what? think. At that
0: point, we kind of we've been giving given some hints. Like one of the hints we got um, a few times was like, he like the fact that like Keith stayed with Marley and she notices out the window that there's like a playground right there or something. Yeah, and it's just like, oh yeah, okay. And like he are, would like, sit right clues. there
1: and look at the children, and it's like, oh, yeah.
0: <laughs> it's just like uh, everyone. Let's tune into how weird this is. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. But later, you, later you learn that what you found in the box was. Uh, like, naked pictures of ch- kids, basically. Yeah. Um, Which, and so
1: she was like, oh, gotta murder him too now, I guess. Yeah, <laughs> like, <laughs> so, yeah, from there you follow her. And this scene reminded me of Eighth Grade, so it was, like, going through, like, a lot of weird... And it was all, like, movies about social media and children, and I was like, mm-hmm. what's happening? Uh, but mm-hmm. she goes to... um stay at the baker's house for a bit Well, she's like oh your friend invited me friend who is not here and i was like oh my god did she murder him because like one of the last things you see is like her with a knife (laughs) and i was like oh my god
0: oh yeah i forgot they end that scene and you don't know what happens and then like way later in the book they're like by the way this is what happened in that scene
1: he's fine yeah (laughs) Yeah, because they're just like they keep calling him and he's not answering and i was like oh god what happened (laughs) to him what did she do uh but then you find out she um she told basically him made the him photos. turn in, yeah, uh, Mr. Baker. So he's having a panic attack about that in a parking lot. Uh, yeah, so you know. <laughs> which
0: you learn about later through the podcast when they interview him. And he's like, yeah, she showed me the photos. And like, I recognize some of those kids because I was like, they're my classmates. Yeah. And he was like, so disturbed, obviously. And then uh, had to make the decision whether or not to call the police on uh, his basically his best friend's parents. Yep. Or and, dad.
1: Uh, and he I liked how everyone was being like, and now I'm in therapy. <laughs> like, there are a lot of <laughs> yeah. characters, and we're like, and yeah, now, like-, like, I'm like, everyone, get therapy. Yeah. Especially you, Sadie, go. Uh, but yeah, then. She's so she gets beat up really bad, like her nose starts bleeding. She, yeah, because he knows that she knows, yeah, basically. And so, yeah, but he's not gonna call the police, but he still has to, like, be like, get out of my house. So, um, yeah, he and you find out later that, like, at this time, the police have already found the photos, so it's just a time bomb. But as it's happening, you're like, oh shit, he's just gonna keep going. Yeah, Um, you think that he might, like, really.
0: Well, he does really mess her up, but the only reason he stops is because his kids hear her screaming
1: and come outside like, what is happening? And then they're like, all right, won't tell anybody, I guess. Yeah. Uh, I mean, he does say, like, she's an imposter, but at the same time, like, lying isn't an excuse to beat up a teenager. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. And, yeah, the kids are, like, freaked out, but they're like, oh, we'll call the police. And he's
0: like, no, no, call the police. (laughs) (laughs) It's like. Okay. <laughs> That's uh, a red flag.
1: <laughs> and then she's... So she's driving because she... When she stole his phone, which is the reason he beats her up ostensibly, um, she finds the address for Keith, whose real name I've completely forgotten now. Jack, I yes. think. Jack, like, Cash or... But he Kesh? also
0: goes by... I don't remember his last name, but he also goes by Darren and Christopher.
1: Yeah. Um. So... She she finds Fascinate. his address <laughs> under his phone and she's like I'm gonna go there. I don't know where there is, yeah, but she I'm doesn't gonna even go because she doesn't have a
0: phone because she doesn't want to be tracked. So she's like, I guess I'll just have to find out at a library. But fortunately, <laughs> she finds a very friendly hitchhiker. I love who has a cat. phone. She's
1: great. Um uh, is just
0: like normal girl, except she's
1: <laughs> she's also a runaway. But like. Yeah, but cool just because one. she
0: wanted to be, yeah. not like she's she like, was my escaping trauma. Yeah. yeah, she was just like, I don't like them and I want to be on my own. So here I am. Yeah. And, <laughs> and she's get... 23. So it's like a little more.
1: <laughs> yeah. And she's been doing it for a couple of years. Uh, Sadie gets mm-hmm. really pissed because when she gets in the car with Sadie, she like kind of is visibly more relaxed than she'd maybe be if Sadie was like a dude. And Sadie's yeah. like, I'm <laughs> dangerous. Stop <I'm> acting <laughs> yeah. like I'm not dangerous. <laughs> I'm like, okay. I'm like, it's
0: okay if you're not
1: dangerous. It's okay. <laughs> also, you definitely freaked her out later, so... Yeah, c- because uh, after
0: Kat helps her figure out where the address is and where to go, and she writes on all the directions, although now Kat also knows all this information, Yeah. Um, when Sadie falls asleep, Kat finds that there's a bloody shirt in the back and a knife, and she's like, <laughs> time
1: to peace out. <laughs> yep, she's like, mm, I'm good. Uh <laughs> Which, honestly, yeah. yeah. Same. She's she's <laughs> telling a story later on on the podcast where she's like, yeah, one time I was hitchhiking with a guy and there was rope and a screwdriver in the back. And I left because I'm not trying to die. And I'm like, that is fair. I mean, honestly, never hitchhike. That is how you die. But you're doing it responsibly. <laughs> so good job. Uh, but yeah. So Sadie's sitting there like, oh, my friend doesn't like me. Doesn't
0: yeah, like she's me. like, I was, why does
1: why is she being weird? I know. I was wondering if she like said something in her sleep, and I was like, oh, what there's she's options. Like, I'm gonna kill him <laughs> in her sleep. And murder. <laughs> uh but yeah, so she's kinda like, Oh my unless my lady who kissed me. said. sad Oh uh, yeah,
0: that's one thing we haven't talked about. She's had <laughs> a lot of luck with uh on the road romance. Yeah. Um uh with, with Avi Abby kissing and with her. Kat.
1: Yeah, I'm yeah, like, yeah. she's living It's like, it up. man,
0: yeah, she's a hot commodity out here. <laughs> hasn't showered in a week, but looking fly. <laughs> it's like, get it, girl. It's just uh, like,
1: she's so sad. And she does say specifically at one point where she's like, I will be the manic pixie dream girl. And I'm like, well, you're yeah. doing it.
0: <laughs> I think she's also just like, at the, at the point past caring or putting on fronts, or anything and yeah. something about just that authentic realness really attracts people <laughs> so even though she's doing it because she's like time to self-destruct my entire life
1: <laughs> it's also
0: attractive <laughs> yeah
1: especially with cat so. because when she meets cat she's like so exhausted she just tells her like her real name she does say yeah. that like her sister's still alive and she's going to pick her up but like a lot of the other stuff is uh true yeah. so you're just like oh Because, yeah, as she says, like, her name, she's like, you idiot. Don't tell anyone your real name. Oh, you can calm down. She's cool. She's cool. Yeah. Uh, Until she flees. Yeah. Well, (laughs) knife is a knife. Uh, Yeah. uh, yeah. Uh, So she goes to the hotel Bluebird. And it was hilarious to me how, like, Sadie goes on about it. And (laughs) then the podcaster talks about it where they're like, there's no bluebirds. And I was like, Relax.
0: Yeah, except they're like, ah, oh, the bluebird was on the man's arm the whole time.
1: <laughs> uh, <laughs> like, oh. Yeah, but you find... So she gets there, and she's like, I know Darren. And the guy's like, Darren saved my life. All right, kid. And it's one of those things, where <laughs> especially like, on the heels of Silas, you're like, is there a giant pedophile network? And they all oh, know each other, and they, they all keep, help each other. keep,
0: like, one of the guys... But just, by the way, can I just say... When she was describing Ellis, who's the other guy who works at the motel, I was like, this is an exact description of Noah Centineo <laughs> from all the ones I've loved before. They're like, I have the person I want him to play, and <laughs> I know, he she will was be like, cast. She was like, his hair looks like this. His skin looks like this. His face looks like this. I was like, that's Noah Centineo. <laughs> I was like, this is a Like, she just looked at a picture of him and was like, Daz Ellis. <laughs> she wrote it in there. And I was Aww. like, I respect it. I respect yeah. it.
1: But so, <laughs> she like kind of bullies it out of Ellis because she gets angry because he's like, oh, I know Darren. We know each other from online, and she's like, online? You mean <laughs> pedophilia platforms? And he's like, <laughs> and what? <laughs> he's like Counter Strike. Leave me <laughs> alone. It's popular. <laughs> but she basically mm-hmm. finds out that um, Darren has a room that he that is like his mm-hmm. in the hotel because he like, saved the hotel owner's life. Yeah, and you're like, Fortunate. I'm going to break into that shit. And she does, except she, like... And it's the thing where, like, every time someone punches through glass in movies, I'm like, that would mm-hmm. really fuck you up. It fucks if her it up. If it was real glass. Yeah, yeah.
0: because in, in movies, they're using fake glass and living fake lives. But in this
1: book, it's reality. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, also, like, throw a rock f- at a distance. Uh, yeah, she but, just you
0: know. freaking punches the rock in there, so... <laughs> Yeah, good good note for everyone who's yeah. thinking of doing that. And then point. she like
1: she's looking through the room, so she's just bleeding everywhere. And also, she like wraps a towel around it, which I'm like, I once, I mean, relatively a side story, but once mm-hmm. I was uh, on a scooter going down a hill, and I was just <laughs> learning how to read, so I was like reading the <laughs> the thing on the phone booth, the and okay, I just I went full speed into it like crashed my face into it and I started bleeding so bad for my nose and the only thing I had was a towel and it soaked so much blood it looked like I was dying and everyone on my way back was like oh my god little girl are you (laughs) dying (laughs) I'm like it's fine it looks worse than it is so I was just picturing I was like that she like she really fucked up her arm that towel yeah. is doing nothing. She's dripping blood everywhere. Yeah. Oh, it gave me such anxiety. But basically,
0: but she doesn't care because she doesn't plan. She's like, I don't plan to have a future after I murder this guy. Like <laughs> that's the end of, a of the short line. Time,
1: not a <laughs> long time. <laughs> a uh, good time. So, <laughs> good time. Yeah. That's <laughs> it. She finds um, like an envelope under his suit uh, mattress. Uh, that's like his his fake IDs. And this was so dramatic. I was like, God damn it, you fucking creep. Oh, uh, just. Calm down. He like mm-hmm. X's out the eyes of the ones he like can't use anymore. And I was like, just make a note on it. You don't have to be <laughs> you, so dramatic about it. You absolute madman. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and he also keeps trophies. They keep calling it tags. And I was like, that's. I think is they're literally tags.
0: Because uh, uh, it's like, it's like the back of the shirt. And I think he writes on the tag. Uh,
1: yeah, but they were I was like, why are you calling it a tag?
0: Yeah, he's just snipping like the collars off of okay. the, like back collar off of all the right. kids shirts. That basically, makes sense. I think. Yeah. And, and like, very disturbingly. Yeah, there are like
1: five or six names. Yeah. Which and the is last like, one is Sadia, Jesus. But... Yeah. Yeah. And uh, yeah, she's like, well. This is bad. And then Ellis walks in. She puts a knife to his throat, and she's like, "I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna kill him." And uh, spoiler alert: she doesn't. Uh, Yeah,
0: she's like, "Uh, just kidding. I can't do it." But Ellis (laughs) seems to think that she really could. Oh yeah. Because she probably looked crazy with the arm,
1: yeah, Yeah. bleeding. Like, so he's like, "I'm gonna bandage your arm up," and also because she accuses him, she's like, "Do you like to fuck little girls?" And he's like, "No." (laughs) Sounds (laughs) so bad. Yeah, because he doesn't know like, anything that's going on yeah. at this point. I just him from Counter-Strike. We played, like, a thousand hours together. I didn't know anything about that. And uh, Andy
0: didn't call the police afterwards, which I appreciated, but the podcaster gave him shit for it. And oh, I yeah, the like, podcaster no, was no. like, you
1: fucking idiot. She's dead. Uh, I like, oh. <laughs> Okay. Yeah, uh,
0: he was just like, I was scared, and I also was like, well, maybe she won't do anything. And like, also, I, have no idea. I don't want
1: to lose my job.
0: Uh, yeah, and also, this guy... If he is what she claims, then, like, you know, go for it, girl.
1: <laughs> like, <laughs> Murder away. Um, yeah, do but it. But, yeah. And this was uh d- disturbing. I mean, the whole thing. But, like, mm-hmm. she meets, Um, she goes to the address, and there's, like, a little girl on the, like, sitting on the steps. Mm-hmm. And she's, like, talking to her, and she's like, oh, no, it's too late. And it's yeah. like, oh, no. Oh, yeah, no. You, get, the-
0: you get the sense that the girl already knows what this guy's about yeah and apparently her first
1: instinct well. was like come with me and you're like that's not yeah, a good move not like a good move kid- kidnapping the child's a bad instinct to follow through on. uh <laughs> like, but then she like gives her 20 bucks and she goes to the library so it all works out but she um yeah she finds in the back of the closet like the shirt with the back part like the tag part uh cut mm-hmm. out and you're like oh no!" yeah then oh this was something that was confusing especially the, but it's been happening throughout the book every once in a while she has like a visual hallucination of like something yeah. in her past and it's not defined as a hallucination she's no. just like I see a girl getting in a truck and you're like another one and then it's like it's it's Maddie and you're like oh. yeah it
0: took me a really long time okay. to figure out what was going on in those <laughs> yeah <laughs> like but at t- first when they were happening I was like is this literally ha- like, <laughs> happening right before your eyes and I was like oh no it's just
1: She's yeah, but this was the part where it got most confusing to me because she's like, he walks in the room, and then she's like, but he didn't. He left. He ran. And I was like, what? <laughs> when? What's happening? Uh, yeah. So basically,
0: Keith is in the house, which is yeah. why she goes in. The kid's like tells he's her.
1: sleeping, so I can just stab him. Yeah, but he. Wakes she does. Up. The little kid screams, "Mom!" at one point because she freaks her yeah. out by being like, "Come with me!" and like grabbing yeah, her. I'm going to and- kidnap you. And it's like, <laughs> oh uh, no.
0: Yeah, so, so she, uh, Keith is up, and he sees her, and then I guess he runs away, and then she runs after him, but he did one of those Scooby-Doo things where he runs <laughs> around the corner and waits with a big stick and then hits you over the head, Yeah,
1: so he and, knocks uh, her out, and that's the end of her perspective. Yeah, that's literally the last thing you see, and so. Which just so infuriating to me, <laughs> but anyway, let's continue. I was, like, <laughs> open to not having a satisfying ending, so I was like, eh, this is okay, uh, yeah. but. Yeah, then you cut to the podcaster who's, like, finally figured shit out because Ellis is like, I got fired. I don't give a shit anymore. And it's like, oh, Yeah, right. I'll tell you whatever. <laughs> Thanks. Uh, and he goes to talk to the mom of a little girl where um, – and she's like, oh, he died. Darren died. Although that's not the name she used. Is. is this Christopher? Christopher. Yeah, yeah, she knows him as Christopher. She's like, oh, and he died. He got stabbed. And then he died a couple of days later. Yeah. Uh, and yeah, he died of an infection from his ha stab ha, wound. suck it. Um, it does but, seem like he
0: killed Sadie, right? Am well, I
1: crazy? Well, okay, so this is... <laughs> it's open-ended. There are two ways to she's read it. She's Schrodinger's Sadie. <laughs> basically, <laughs> yes. Yeah. She's in a box. Don't know. Uh, but basically... Oh, I'm going to sneeze. No, it's coming. Bless you. Uh, But <laughs> it'll happen or it doesn't. It's Schrodinger's sneeze. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> <Jesus>. uh- <laughs> basically... Because he died of a stab wound, you know she stabbed him before mm-hmm. she, whatever like happened, happened because she doesn't stab him in her perspective. So you no, know that she wakes up at some point and you don't know if she stabs him and gets away or she stabs him and he kills her. But yeah. it does give you this kind of like in between thing because he's dead. He's not going to tell where it's like she could be dead. Or she could have run away somewhere and, like, is, like, never look for me. Fuck yeah, off. In, in Cabo. Yeah. <laughs> Starting a new life. <laughs> <laughs> Which, uh, like, honestly, figuring her out, she kind of seems like she would just go back to her, like, Maybeth and her mom if she had managed to wrap things up. But also, she and seems she equally ever heard likely to be, like, I'm out. There is a point where... Um, she almost hears a, well, an Well, I old don't version. think it's... Yeah, it's like his previous radio podcast, and you're just like, yeah. ah, ha ha ha. Um, but yeah, it's open ended. And it does end with uh, the podcaster being like, I can't take another dead girl. And I was like, well, you might have to. Cause, uh, yeah, because we don't dead. know what happened to her. Right. Yeah, it does- She's probably dead.
0: It does seem like regardless of, like, it doesn't really matter, I guess, whether or not she lived or died because she achieved what she wanted to. Yeah. And that's sort of the catharsis we get in the end. Is yeah, you're that, like, well, he, we, got, he died.
1: Everyone knows what he did. She also managed to take down Silas. Yeah. And, like, he, got, he died so. in a dumb way. So... Like, yeah it's all good but um yeah i felt
0: like man you got stabbed but you could have just like gone to the hospital my man and, <laughs> and he's like i can <laughs> i'm
1: fine i can deal with it yeah so uh he, he yeah. himself, so. <laughs> and she's so driven by that like you don't even know what i can't even imagine what her life would be like post that because she's so yeah. like obsessed about well first seems... maddie and then avenging maddie
0: yeah it seems like she doesn't really want to in a world that maddie isn't in yeah but also after this journey it seems like she might by the end still want to continue because um, she has some pretty nice moments so like That's i true, guess yeah yeah it's hard to, it's really hard to say uh what
1: happened but you do end, find so. out near the end when because uh, the mom when the mom shows back up uh mm-hmm. which is fun because her and maybeth hate each other and they keep yelling at mm-hmm. each other whenever they're <laughs> in the same room yeah. Uh, she does say, so every, the whole book, you've been blaming the mom because, well, she's yeah, not there to defend herself, but she went after she, she left. She
0: abandons them. Yeah. She's uh, an addict and sort of doesn't really pay good attention to them. Or so Sadie describes. Yeah. And Maddie's and obsessed, obsessed with her mom. Uh,
1: yeah. So she,
0: you get this sense that Maddie, cause Maddie, oh, we've
1: got to talk about the postcard. That's what I'm bringing up. Oh my, oh my God. I'm go for it. Go for it. it. Uh, yeah. So she gets this postcard, um, I want to say a couple months before she dies, Maddie, uh, and it's like, be my good girls, XOXO mom, whatever, uh, from LA. And Maddie's like, well, we know where she is now. Let's go to LA. Uh, and you find out, because this has been like a sticking point where everyone's like, of course she blamed her mom. Her mom is the reason mm-hmm. Maddie tried to hitchhike her way to LA and died. And died, yeah. Um, yeah. But you find out late on that it's it's Sadie who wrote the postcard because but they're talking about... I think so. I think Cause, so. Cause, okay, because this is where I
0: got <laughs> confused because in the podcaster talking to the mom learns that the mom never went to L.A. She was only, a few, like, a couple towns away yeah. the whole time. Like, she didn't get that far away. Um, and they don't... I The podcaster doesn't ask her about the postcard, right? The, uh, the He just assumes... That like, oh, Sadie has always protected Maddie's uh like how Maddie sees her mom by like being a good mom but pretending it's the mom doing it. So you get so the podcaster's like, oh, Sadie sent the postcard. But then earlier, Sadie had the postcard and she kept looking at it and getting pissed off that it said like be my good girl because it meant that she wanted Maddie to give Sadie hell. And so That's I was true.
1: like did Sadie write the postcard or did she not? Like, I couldn't tell. Yeah, it does seem, I'm like, I found that specific passage and he does, like, he doesn't even say it when she's there. He says it in the studio afterwards. Like, he doesn't ever mention, like, the mom's like, oh, she forged notes and shit and then he's like, Sadie wrote the postcard and then they never bring it up again. Um, Yeah, it feels possible, but. It's possible. But yeah, that's one of the things that's confusing because you see it from her point of view where you're like,
0: yeah, and she doesn't think, like, I wrote this or anything. It's but she doesn't fault. think, yeah, but she doesn't think that she
1: didn't write it. So I'm just yeah. like, did she? <laughs> like, yeah, that, that part's confusing. Uh, but if she did, then that's a good reason to to feel like bad. Yeah, so. <laughs> uh, um, But yeah, that, um, so I liked it. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> In conclusion. I was, yeah, I'm like, it. It was. A it well has run. an open ending. I'm fine with that because a lot of these stories have open endings and at least it gave me more than like there are some true crime stories where I'm just like, and who the fuck did it? Yeah, they're just not like, even no, going to give me a theory because it's just like this weird thing all. happened and we have nothing. And I'm like, ah, then why did you <laughs> tell me?
0: Yeah, this one, because it gives you Sadie's perspective, it feels like you get a lot more. I think. Um out of the the story and like where it could have possibly gone. I Um, will say
1: mm -hmm. that this is the third book I've read this year that has come out this year that has included a podcast or some sort of other. One of them had a YouTube channel, but I'm going to consider that the same basically. I'm stressed (laughs) just hearing that. (laughs) That one, I really liked that one. That was All of This Is True. I reviewed it on our blog. It um, cuts between like, news news stories and like interviews and clips and stuff and Mm, that one it it, it moves very fast (laughs) because it's only like a couple of pages each thing and you're like i got it i got it and it's all it's pretty fun uh and the other one was um our house which i also reviewed from the thing and Mm -hmm. um that one was a podcast it was like this woman and she's telling her story kind of in flashbacks but she's also narrating it on a podcast and at the end of every podcast (laughs) chunk they have tweets about the, the podcast. Oh my and it was great because so it's meta. people being like, oh, my God, how did she not realize her husband is terrible? <laughs> it's, so, it's so good. And I was like, that, I think that would have been the thing that I was like, I want more. Like, I want Reddit mm. discussions just like inserted through it of being people being like, well, clearly the evidence we've gotten so far says this. <laughs> like, yeah, that would have been thought, like an extra um, little bit for me.
0: I really thought when I was trying to figure out what the book was going to do, I thought um, that they wouldn't have her murder keep. I thought that like the podcast, I well, sort of at the beginning, I thought the podcast was happening closer to the time that she was doing mm. these things. Yeah. So I thought that they like it was going to, yeah, it was going to like give her some semblance of fame and then she was going to like get these people locked up. But she she murdered.
1: Yeah, she got, she got her stabbing in, she murdered um, which surprised then- me. And then she... Well, also, I was like, if they find her, she just stabbed him and he died of an infection. That's, like, murder in the yeah. She's And, a- like, is it self-defense? Because yeah. So you could totally, it, like, get her totally off attacked
0: her. on yeah. a couple
1: of years. It would have been fine. Uh, but, yeah, so either my endings are, like, either she died, vindicated, and, like, got justice... Or she's living it up in like I don't know L A. wherever she's just like I'm gonna make a new life in Minnesota like yeah also likely so yeah. yeah and it's interesting when you hear
0: the podcast or like interview the different people it's sort of interesting to see like I don't think Sadie herself as she was traveling through these events was thinking much about the effect she was having on other people's lives, like both yeah. positive and negative. And so it's interesting to see the podcasters talk about her and how like most of them really seem to remember her because she, well, she has a stutter, which is something we didn't talk about. Oh, yeah. But um, there are like a couple things that make her sort of like memorable, um, like her ferocity and stuff like that. <laughs> and so it's cool to see like, how it makes you think like how other people might see you as you as you go about your day and how they might talk about you if they were interviewed for a podcast
1: <laughs> yeah there's also shit like the um the first guy she talks to who's like the drug dealer at that uh yeah truck stop conveniently at the leaves out some stuff yeah like when shit from her perspective she's like and then he's like how are you gonna pay for it and then like drags her into an alley and then she like and Put he starts like un- rebuckling his pants. Yeah, and, and then, then when like, he's talking to the podcaster, he's <laughs> no. like, "She was crazy. She threw a knife at me." And it's like, "Okay, you like, shut up."
0: You, yeah, you definitely deserve <laughs> that knife in your face.
1: <laughs> yeah. Also, he's like a, a shitty rapper, which I don't know why. I was like, "Ah, oh, I get the full scumbag you were like, picture." <laughs> I know
0: this. Yeah, I thought it was funny because, like, in her story. She, uh she's like, oh, he's a dealer. He knows everyone. And then on the podcast, he's like, yeah, I just know a lot of people. <laughs> like <laughs> Everyone knows <so> me. <laughs> I can do things. Not illegal things. Don't worry about that. <laughs> and it's like, mm-hmm. I just, like, I hang out in this parking lot and people, like, know I'm there.
1: <laughs> it's whatever. <laughs> Nothing suspicious about that. Uh, yeah, I was like, oh, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, man. Geez. I think... I would have enjoyed this more if I hadn't had, like, as many expectations put on it. Because I was like, this is going to blow me away. And, like, some of the, the writing was a was little intense. pretentious. Like, yeah. Sadie has a a very, like... He's, Sadie's IV. very angsty. Yeah. It, and
0: it's like, I get it. But I'm also, like... You're really angsty,
1: girl. <laughs> like, you're so angsty. And the podcast, it's actually pretty fine once we get to the interviews, but the parts where he's, like, especially the beginning of each episode West. where he's, like, here's a paragraph. The, yeah. The, the diner is a charming thing. And it's, like, oh, God. Yeah, West's character is,
0: um like, like, logically annoying. Like, it's sort of, yeah. like, he, he is annoying because it's he's deliberately being, like, that's what he... It's supposed to be, like, you know, oh, yeah. it's like the, the type. It's but like, it's also, like, man, he's annoying, huh? It's very <laughs> on-brand
1: for, like, that yeah. kind of thing. But it's also the kind of podcast I do not listen to because it annoys yeah. me
0: so much. So like Yeah, the ones where they, like, play dramatic music. And they're, like, oh my imagine God, the-, the
1: scene. <laughs> the <laughs> and intro like, song? Oh God. <laughs> I was, like, I'll at least listen to the podcast to get whatever the... Because gr- it says, like, the girls' theme plays. I was, like, I'll listen to it for that. And it sounded exactly, like... Every other doc like murder documentary yeah. intro. I'm like, okay.
0: Yeah, I felt like she was really playing up the cliches um deliberately, but I was also like, man, I don't like them. <laughs> like I know this is like what these are like, but I wish they were different.
1: <laughs> yeah. Um, I will say it's also like, I don't know. I I always get <laughs> with with stuff like child abuse, I'm like, you gotta do it right and i think this one did but i'm like oh god oh at times
0: i felt like this one was pretty sensitive like i thought it was more sensitive than other stuff i've read yeah um which could get more graphic i feel like this one did a good job not getting very graphic so like like, if it's something that like really bothers you i think you can still get through the book okay
1: yeah it is like you compared it to lovely bones it is very much like that uh
0: Mm -hmm. In terms of,
1: like, what it doesn't say, but, like, what it implies. Like, in the first chapter, he's like, I'm not going to tell you what happened to Maddie, but you should just know she's dead. Uh, And -hmm. it was bad. Uh, And it's like, okay. I I was like, all right, we're going to be like that. Like, that's the kind of Mm -hmm. uh, podcast we're going to be. Yeah, exactly. But, yeah, it's, it is very linear, but, like, these two, (laughs) like, Odyssey-like. Where it's, like, it goes to this person, this person, goes to this person, mm-hmm. goes to this person, but, like, as she's going, just gets worse and worse. Like, she keeps mm-hmm. getting in, like, worse condition. She hasn't eaten, really, so she yeah. gets, like, wobblier, and uh, it does feel like, while you're reading it, it is, like, a, a page-turner, because you're, like, oh, holy shit, what the fuck is gonna, like, she's not yeah. good oh where is this gonna go and then uh i was kind of like expecting to have more like when i was in the Mm -hmm, last podcast chapter i was like don't don't end end." (laughs) and then it was but yeah uh, yeah i think the the thing where it ends with like i hope she's still alive because i can't take another dead girl i was like all right neither can she find take yeah all the
0: other stuff she's dealt with but sure west you're in the studio say what you <laughs> like
1: <laughs> uh yeah so i don't know i think i like sadie's voice more than i liked his <laughs> yeah like, just I think so because too. i can't stand that style of writing mm-hmm. uh, where it's very pretentious. yeah and he keeps having like conversations with his editor where he's like i can't do this and the editor's I like, know. you have to and i'm like oh I was like, he's
0: so dramatic but like <laughs> i was also like this feels realistic like i feel like they would be this dramatic about it.
1: <laughs> yeah, and I, I actually think this might be a book where um, audiobook might be the best format to take mm. it in. Because, that's I true. mean, I cannot listen to the podcast, though, so, so that's a problem. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but, like, mm-hmm. it, it it seems like uh, to get the story, like, in its fullest, that would be a good way. I just cannot stand the actors. <laughs> like, yeah, this I could insane. see it, um... If it got made into a movie, I could see it being very Gone Girl-esque. Well, m- maybe if they're doing a movie, they could change it into, like, a documentary rather than, like, a podcast. Oh. So that they could have, like... Less studio interviews. M- yeah.
0: Although the interviews do seem like like they are sort of described as being recorded live. That's true, so that, yeah. That wouldn't be too weird. It's just, like, the studio stuff. I Yeah, I feel like West was not... Um, as interesting as Sadie but
1: obviously um, I mean <laughs> it's not really his his story yeah it, yeah um, I'm kind of just worried it's gonna be like that Silent Hill movie where they had like the lady trapped in Silent Hill with her kid and then they had Sean Bean just wandering around in the real world being like <laughs> where are you and it's like she's in Silent Hill shut the fuck up <laughs> let's get back to the action everyone <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, but you do get a lot of information through him I do kind of feel like yeah the, in the interviews movie, are really helpful yeah it You'd have to be careful not to show certain stuff, uh, but I guess if you do quick cuts, it's, that's all editing. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, I don't know. I think it could be it could be good as a movie. I think that really mm-hmm. comes down to who you cast as Sadie, and it would have to be like an unknown because if yeah, you cast someone me, really. You know, it's just like oh, dread. that person. All right, <laughs>
0: yeah, uh, it would be. Yeah, that would be cool. Um, so yeah. Oh, and I also wanted to add that. Um, to talk cuz i've read this author's i've read a lot of her books maybe all of them which is kind of crazy if true there's but, a list in the
1: oh in the book yeah like also by Courtney summers i yeah. i do not know any of these so if you
0: you as in anyone <laughs> listening are into or into sadie i really recommend uh cracked up to be i think mm-hmm. that i've read all of her books I mean, if i did read all of her books um I think I did, I will say that one was my favorite. It was also the first one I read from her. Mm. Um, but yeah, I thought that one was really good. This is Not a Test is also really good. It's a zombie book, um, but it's really not about zombies. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like it is about zombies, but it's more about like, um, a, just like this character who doesn't, really basically she's like planning to kill herself and then the zombie apocalypse happens and she's like oh what do i do now (laughs) and so it's weird because she keeps trying to like sacrifice herself for other people and they (laughs) keep
1: saving her and she's like jesus just let me do this (laughs) that is one of my favorite character arcs from the rocks hercules movie so (laughs) (laughs) oh god Fun reference, which is actually a very good movie. The guy's like, I've prophesized my death, and it's going to be great. And throughout the movie, whenever there's a battle, he's like, here it comes. And then he doesn't die. It's so good. It's so good. Also, that guy's Ian McShane. So it's (laughs) so good. (laughs) Oh, gosh. But, yeah. So there's
0: a lot of fun. (laughs) She has a lot of fun other books. I mean, fun is sort of... They're all very... Dark. <laughs> yeah.
1: Would you say like, this one's like uh, the darkest one? Or <laughs> no.
0: Oh, okay. No, this is not the darkest <laughs> one. I think the darkest one, ooh, I don't even know. I think Cracked Up To Be Some Girls Are and Fall for Anything, which were her first three, are pretty bleak. Ooh. I well, I mean, like they're they're less bleak settings. Like this one's a pretty Sadie's pretty intense because she's like, I'm gonna murder a guy. These other ones aren't really about murdering people. Um, but it's just, like, the emotional experiences of the characters are so intense. Oh, boy. Um, and also, All the Rage is one of her her other recent ones. And that one's pretty intense, too, but it's not my favorite. Hmm. Um, but I will well, say this is pretty exemplative for, like, how her, her other books are.
1: Cool. I'll definitely Being check intense. her out because I'm like, I have not heard of her, but clearly other people have. Yeah, <laughs>
0: she's cool. And she tweets about playing video games a lot. Nice. And she's always like, should I write my next book or play Left 4 Dead 2 again? And I'm just like, (laughs) relatable.
1: (laughs) I also would like to shout out to whoever designed this cover because it is a good cover.
0: I'm like, there's a
1: lot of books where I'm just like, so-so, but A plus on that cover. (laughs) Yeah. Especially since they use it for the podcast too. I'm like, you did a good job,
0: illustrator whose name I don't know.
1: (laughs) Stylish and beautiful. (laughs)
0: But
1: um, yeah, so that
0: was Sadie and uh I guess my only improvement would be that man, I wish I had seen her stab Keith. It would have <laughs> been really nice. But that's okay. We'll just let the podcasters talk about how he
1: got stabbed and they don't know where <laughs> she is. That's fine too. <laughs> you got to keep ambiguity. Uh yeah. yeah. I I uh like I said, I would like bits in between the chapters especially the Mm -hmm. episode chapters were just like online threads of people talking about it being like that "That guy's obviously lying because i love that shit i'm like i feel so validated right now (laughs) (laughs) yeah that would be really cool because i think
0: i was also really curious to see how people like know like quote unquote knowing sadie And, like, knowing her character and, like, knowing these other characters, I was curious to see how people would react to the podcast, Mm. like, after it came out. Like, if people were looking for her or something, like, if there was any reaction. But we don't really get a sense of that because it's just sort of, like, we're just listening to the podcast. We're not actively seeing its effect on the world.
1: It makes me feel kind of greedy because I'm, like more please more. i just want like <laughs> yeah. emails and like scraps of notepaper like just give me all the information i love multimedia stuff where it's just like here's all the shit here's everything yeah. go nuts yeah uh, so good but, but yeah i guess i'll just have to imagine <laughs> the giant reddit thread. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> in my heart oh. yeah exactly i wonder if there's any like real life reds where they're like is Sadie dead is she I bet up. there are <laughs> And but I feel like it's too ambiguous to, yeah to get any real answers it's impossible to know I was surprised that actually it ended up like you you found out how who killed Maddie and there was like resolution on yeah. that because I was like expecting no resolution like it's like well we'll never figure out who did that but she yeah, got but vengeance they were on like- the guy who molested her uh, yeah
0: they're like just kidding the thing you won't find out about is the character that you've spent the whole book with
1: but we'll tell you about this other girl you never met yeah the <laughs> dna like, totally matched man. on this other thing uh and you're like what? that was one thing where i was like test the fucking dna in other states god damn it yeah seriously uh but yeah so my neighbor what- is knocking on the ceiling so i assume that means it is time to wrap up sounds like a buddy. Sounds like a good plan. <laughs> like <laughs>
0: well, next week, I think, if that still sounds good to you, next week I think we're going to be talking about the movie Raw um oh, because yeah. we're starting even though it's only September, we're starting what I just randomly started calling our weekly October horror film spook fest, which is not an official name by any means, <laughs> but one I just made up and uh <laughs> Yeah, so we're gonna be watching Raw and talking about
1: that. So 2016 it drama horror film. It, so like one, uh, prepare yourself for subtitles, and two, prepare yourself for some real gross shit. It is very. I'm gross. ready, <laughs> um, but
0: oh, and what should our sign off be? Ooh, I mean, don't be a pedophile is too
1: obvious, <laughs> and also like, that should be easy. A given. <laughs> like, just don't. Don't do don't, it. Uh, don't do it at the end. Don't not call the police.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> Just have them on speed dial. <laughs> call 911 you- at all times. Uh, if only to record you getting murdered. Oh, true.
0: Yeah, let them know. <laughs> And on that note, I can hear the knocking. Yeah,
1: yeah, I <laughs> and do not know what they're doing.
0: Are they hammering into the floor? What are you doing? They, they just wanted to be a part of it. They're like, I hear you. I just read it. Let's talk. <laughs> Let's discuss. <laughs> but yeah, so thank you so much for listening. And we will be back next week talking about Raw. And yes, that is it. <laughs> Call the police. And uh,
1: goodbye. 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 <laughs>